What up, what up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk KC. I'm one of your hosts, Cowboy Phelps. What's up, KC? Lee 86 here. What's going on, sports heads? BB1492. All right, sports heads, sports heads. The NBA season has kicked off as of last night. Had two uh two great games on the docket last night. And um one of those two games, it was the uh, Brooklyn Nets against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, also, uh, the Bucks receiving their NBA championship rings last night as well, which was some very nice, big, beautiful rings. I heard, I don't know what the carry count was. I heard something like four one four for the uh, area code of Mil- of Milwaukee, but uh, there was some real nice rings that they received. And congratulations to them winning the championship last year. Let's go ahead and just delve into it now. With the Brooklyn Nets having problems as far as their star point guard, point guard Kyrie Irving, who was not on the court last night. So the Bucks was able to defeat the Nets, 104 to 127. Um, um, uh, Giannis did play 31 minutes, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, 32 points. And uh, Chris Middleton right behind him, 31 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, three assists in uh, twenty. I'm sorry, uh, twenty minutes and twenty twenty points in thirty one minutes. But anyway, let's just dive into it, fellas. Like I said, the season kicked off, and this is the number one game of the season that we got last night. So, fellas, what is your thoughts if you watched the games last night on this one? Because it was a good. One. Yeah, it was. It, it was good, man. Like you said, I just uh, I was just wishing that Kyrie could have you know, being a part of that uh, opening night uh, matchup against the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. But, you know, KD was able to do his thing, you know. Um, it was kind of back and forth. You know, Brooklyn was pulling pulling close. and But, man, Milwaukee, man, <laughs> that, it, it's like they just picked up where they left off. I'm sorry. I know it's the first night. One game uh, for crying out loud, but man, Milwaukee. Cal, do you think they're underrated? You said what? Do you think Milwaukee is a team that is just underrated? People just just people just think it's a fluke with them. No, I don't think they're. uh, I don't think that people think that they're underrated. I mean, they're they're the top team in the East right now. Uh, They just show. That that's what they are. Uh, the way that they beat uh, Brooklyn last night, they came out on fire. I don't know if it was because they got their rings and their banner hung at home last night, but they didn't allow uh, Brooklyn to put the foot on the gas. Uh, they definitely out uh, rebound them on the uh, offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. It was just more physical, man. Um, James Harden was trying to make it a. Uh, a game where they could play a little bit more physical against them, but uh, Milwaukee just had more physicality and uh, more firepower than Brooklyn had last night. My, yeah, I would agree. But it was a hell of a game. Rings, yeah. was nice though. Them was some nice ass rings. I'm glad you touched bases on that because those are, when I seen them, I'm like, man, them them is heat. Them is some nice championship rings. Right. But I know it's I know it's early. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie. Uh, is he going to break down and possibly take the shot? We don't know. Uh, but like I was saying, telling uh, Beats outside of this, he does. Uh, there are they are in New York, and that's one of those uh, states where uh, you're in a public gathering place. You are required to be vaccinated. And uh, as you all, if all you guys know that follows in the sports world, that that's something that he doesn't believe in. So we'll see what happens. Uh, if he doesn't play, he still will get his 17-plus meal, I believe, this year. So, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, and, with, and, and, and with his stance towards the whole vaccination and things of that nature, it really sadly um, leaves the Brooklyn Nets in the same position as they were in last year when he went down um, trying to make it to the finals. So that's the really sad part, I mean, is that he's, <laughs> you know, his beliefs and things, but, you know, 
uh, you played a role to get Harden there. You played a hell of a role to get KD there and Blake. And now it's just like, well, y'all go ahead and put y'all shit on the chopping block. I'm, I'm cool. That's kind of messed up to me. Yeah. Yeah. It just shows the type of person he is. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens with uh, Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets as the time goes on. Um, but let's move it to the second game of the night, uh, the later game. We had uh, Golden State traveling to uh, L.A. to play the Lakers. Golden State was able to take this game. Uh, it was a back-and-forth game, but uh, Golden State pulled it out. So I'll just give out some of their star player stats. Curry had 21 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. He had a, a triple-double quietly. Uh, he was the their top scorer. And uh, Danny Green, one of the other star players, had six points, eight rebounds. Like I was saying, this was – uh, our early uh, big time Western Conference game, uh, and uh, the Lakers are now uh, 0 and 7. Uh, if you're counting the uh, preseason games going into this first preseason, going into this first season actual game, so they have not won a game in this 2021 campaign as of yet. Uh, so, uh, Lee, what is your thoughts on uh, this game last night? Because I watched the first half, but I, I didn't make it to the second. Uh, it's just like you said, man, a big time, um, Western conference, um, showdown opening night. Um, it was really a statement win for Golden State, just to be honest with you, um, to go into the Staples Center and, you know, um, and win that ball game. You know, you have the talks of LeBron, Russ, AD all the star power that's on that squad um, was looking to, you know, make a statement themselves. Uh, it was in, a, I mean, like a big win, big win for Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors. Um, and they did this without Clay. Um, Brandon Poole is another guy that, you know, last night that he can hit that perimeter shot too. It's starting to look like the trip, the, the 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 not the splash brothers, but the splash triplets when Clay come back. You know, um, Pooh is a a very interesting piece that Golden State has added. Um, it, it was just a statement win for Golden State. Like, hey, you know, we've been down. People have been kicking us while while, we, while we've been down, but um, we're still here. Uh, a good win by them. You know, I just think uh, when it comes to the Lakers, um, it's one way that the Lakers are going to go, and it has to go through LeBron and um, Any other thing else, um, they're going to falter. Um, we know all big threes take time and things of that nature. It, it, it takes a while for that to start clicking. But, you know, Russ had a horrific night. I was interested to see how he would, you know, ball out and look with LeBron and AD, but he struggled, you know. Um, LeBron even said, like, he just, you know, puts too much on himself. You know, he wants to be, you know, great all the time. He puts so much on his plate. So, you know, that was interesting to see. You know, um, I just wanted to see how those guys just gel together as the season um, progresses along um, when it comes to the Lakers. Right, right, right. It was their uh, um, this is their first season together. Uh, they're getting to know each other. Uh, AD and LeBron did bond for 67 points together. So uh, they're showing that they can get it done offensively. It just showed that uh, last night from what I got from watching the highlights last night, it looks like uh, LeBron kind of ran out of gas towards that uh, – the latter end of that fourth quarter and nobody else stuck, uh, stepped up for what I could see. Uh, like you said, Russ had a horrendous game. Uh, AD was nowhere to be found in the fourth. And it's like, they all try to put it on LeBron to take that role. And, and it star studded as this team is somebody else should have been able to carry that load. You know? So uh, Le LeBron James is not that he's, he can still play in this league, but he's not that guy that could, Anymore. That's why he's saying he's handing the keys over to a, 
a AD or a uh, Russ to get it done. And you got Carmelo on that back uh, on that backside on the uh, bench. And you also got Bradley that just came back out there on that bench. Rondo, other players, uh, Jordan, and things like that. So it's just a star-studded team that on the court right now is looking lackluster because no one else is stepping up except the two key guys that's been there. Like I know it's game one, but they're going to need that third or fourth score in order to get some, get these games uh, in the win column. And who is that going to be? And and, and just like how you said with LeBron and AD. Okay. So if that is a trendy type of thing with the Lakers, is it safe to say Russ will not be averaging over 24 points? This year, which he's not accustomed to, is it safe to say you can probably see Russ averaging 16? Is that safe to say? I think it's just a uh, a matchup thing. Uh, it just it just depends because LeBron pretty much stayed in the small forward position and Russ ran the point. I don't know if Russ got in foul trouble or something early because I can't really remember that first half. Not, I didn't really see him on the court that much so early or what. But uh, I think it's just going to come out of the, the matchups. Uh, Golden State, uh, they kind of both match similar. Uh, but uh, it just comes down to matchups on what, who's going to show up that night, I guess, man. But uh, I know Rush is not going to have the type of season that he's accustomed to. I don't think it's enough basketball uh, to go around. But uh, I, I know he can be effective. Like I said, I, I think he's just trying to get used to uh, playing this point guard role team and adjusting to the stop power of the ground on this team. Like I said, it's just game one. So I'm not really – I'm not about to uh, give this team my identity just yet. We'll see a month or so down the line. So that's kind of how I feel on it. But uh, you guys got anything else on that Laker game? I know beats. I know we kind of like where beats at, but he's not a big uh, b ball fan into the playoffs. Hit. Um, Skippy, I did. Uh, I didn't watch the second game. I watched the first. A little bit of the first game. It was, you know, in the background. But I mean, I mean, y'all pretty much covered it. And then shit, I was just giving you a hard time about the Lakers, and then fucking Warriors pulled it out. I saw that this morning. I was like, oh, I know Cal's pretty pissed because I know you was. You was excited to uh to see your Lakers, you know. So but it's just game one, so it's one of eighty two. So Right. And I forgot we was on the phone doing the Bucks game. Yeah, you did uh watch that one. My bad, bro. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I guess we'll uh move it on. Like I said, it is the uh we do got a couple of games tonight. Uh Lee go ahead and uh lay out those games that we got tonight. Uh, tonight for Wednesday, uh, Wednesday slate, um, it's the uh, Boston Celtics and the New York Knicks. Um, I can see that being, you know, a pretty good game, you know. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, that's one of the games tonight. Then the other one, you, um, you have the Denver Nuggets um, facing off against the uh, Phoenix Suns. Uh, which I think will be a big-time matchup out there in the West as well. Um, and, uh, really, don't have no, really don't have no picks for these games other than I just think that they're um, two good interconference games early on, you know. Um, just interested to see some good uh, basketball uh, open tonight. All right, all right, all right. Sports is we're going to go ahead and move it past the v- basketball world and go ahead and dive into the meat and potatoes. Uh, go ahead and do uh, cover our, uh, what was that, week uh, six um, picks uh, recap. Lee, go ahead and take the wheel. Week six NFL recap here at Sports Talk KC. Um, Cal was the big dog this week at 11 and three. I was right behind him at 10 and four and beats followed at nine and five. Um, yeah, some real good games. Um, we really didn't go in too many different directions. Um, the Jags were able to beat the Miami Dolphins. 
we all had Miami um, winning that game down there in London, but the Jags said, uh-uh, we got to uh, do something. Um, Green Bay and AR um, still showed that um, they and AR himself still own the Bears, as he stated. Um, so that was nothing new. Um, but um, Cal um, went with Minnesota in a shocker. Over the Carolina Panthers, um, Kirk Cousins and those guys um, did what they were supposed to do against um, Carolina and came out with that W on the road in Carolina. So, um, Cal was able to get that one under his belt. Um, the Chargers were whacked um, by Baltimore. Beats and Cal went with the Chargers. I went with Baltimore. Um, so, I was kind of able to get – that one under my belt. Um, let me see here. The Raiders were victorious in Denver. We all went with the Denver Broncos. The Raiders said, uh-uh, that John group and stuff ain't going to hold us back this week. They did what they were supposed to do in the Mile High City. Pittsburgh did their thing Sunday night against the Russell Wilson-less Seattle Seahawks and were victorious and actually a pretty close game. Um, I was uh, giving credit to Seattle for uh, battling like that, but that was a real good game on Sunday night. And the knocker of all knockers, um, hell of a game, man. Um, the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans, um, just a real heavyweight battle um, that we were witnessing on Monday night. Tennessee was victorious. Uh, me and Beats went with Buffalo. Uh, Derrick Henry and Tennessee said, uh-uh. And Cal, Cal said it with confidence. <laughs> Tennessee. So they, uh, the Tennessee Titans did Cal some justice in that department in a real nice uh, battle in the AFC there on Monday night. Um, that was just some games that I kind of just picked out from the week six slate just to kind of give an overall stand of where we all stand after the week six results. I stand at 64 and 30. Beats two games behind me at 62 and 32. And Cal right behind at 59 and 35. So, you know, um, it, it's still it's still tight. The season's still early and we're we're, we're all still battling here, Nick and Nick, um, when it comes to the pick set here at um, Sports Talk KC. So this kind of a little, little tidbit. You, you want to do the math on it. Beats has a three-game lead on Cal. I have a five-game lead on Cal. And I have a two-game lead over Beats. So things are pretty tight. All right, all right, all right. Thanks for the pick three cap lead. All right, I guess we're going to go on into our Chiefs recap. The Chiefs went into the Washington football uh, team <laughs> stadium. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I know, right? And, uh, yeah, we got a dub, 31 to 13. Let me give a couple stats and we'll dive in, fellas. Pat went for 32 of 47, 397 yards. Two TDs and two INTs again this week, fellas. Uh, Williams had 21 carries, 62 yards, two TDs. Our top receiver was Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 99 yards, zero touchdowns. And Tariq Hill right behind him, nine receptions, 76 yards, one TD. And we in the defensive department, we did not have a single sack, fellas. So, with that being said, let's just we got two around. turnovers though. Yeah, we had two turnovers, but I'll be paying more attention to sacks just for those people that like McDonald's, sacks for Max, whatever. But uh, yeah, we did have two INTs. We did have two INTs on this defense. So kudos to this Chiefs defense. But let's just go ahead and dive in, fellas. Uh, what are some of you guys' thoughts on this game? Uh, the Chiefs were able to come away with a big win. Uh, I mean, well, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say a big win, but uh, they were able to get a win against a team that's uh, <clears throat> still trying to find their way. Uh, but they do have a top – one of the top defenses in the league. But uh, they still are trying to find their way with this young quarterback they have. So this should have been a uh, Michael Jordan free throw anyway. But what are some of you guys' thoughts when it comes to this thing? 
Um, first and foremost, um, I just want to say, um, you know, good job by Darrell Williams um, in being in this offense. You know, just his vision um, on those touchdowns that he got in this game against the Washington football team. Um, I just feel like, you know, that our running game is a little bit more effective, not no knock against Clyde or nothing. But when Williams is in there, I know he's bigger and he can get those tough, short yardage, you know, um, gains in the trenches from, from the 10-yard line on out or on in. Um, you can pretty much count on him. So, shots out to, uh, to the big uglies up front, creating those lanes and those alleys for, um, for Williams to have a nice day. Um, offensively, uh, the, you know, um, yeah. You know, the two interceptions by Pat. Um, I, I can't go forward without uh, stressing it enough. Um, it has to stop. Um, you know, um, and, and, and that's not saying, you know, um, it, all of them is his fault because we clearly see that it's not. Um, it's just a little bit of teetering <clears throat> with this ball club. Um, McCall did fumble as well. Um, but we did get two turnovers, um, you know. Um, this offense still had close to 500 yards um, total offense <laughs> with three turnovers. So uh, I'm going to leave that there, you know, and uh, just leave that there. But um, they did what they were supposed to do defensively. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to these guys because I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars or whatever. But the um, Washington football team was averaging 25 points a game. Um, we held them to 13. And so uh, I'm going to start there. That's big. I don't care who it is. They are an NFL team, and that's a pretty good football team that Washington has. You know, um, I didn't necessarily look at it as a layup. But um, I just felt that things turned defensively for this team. Um after Pat, you know, you know, they got – we got stopped and then, you know, the punter, Lawrence, shanked the punt and put them in great field position. And for the defense to get right back out there and say, not today, enough is enough, and hold them to a possession in which they missed the field goal, that in my eyes was, okay, let's turn this – let's turn this key on and get this thing rolling. Um, two turnovers, you know, they had countless pressure on um, on Heineke, um, you know, Frank Clark, you know, um, Jaron Reed. I just seen – it was a different – it was a tale of two – this game to me was a tale of two halves. First half, you had your blunders and you had your self-inflicted wounds going on. Second half, it just stopped, you know, and – Credit to the guys for uh, get, getting this win against Washington. What you got, Beats? Uh, my overall thoughts, I guess, just leading off where Lee uh, dropped off. Um, it was a tell of two halves, and I don't know which which one which one are the real cheaters, um, in my opinion. Um, and I do take into account of uh, you know the names team that you know. Just as far as this team so far overall, um, your wins have come come against the Browns, the Eagles, and the uh, the nameless team. Uh, and yeah, I know that those guys get you know paid too, but you the expectations this year are high, and they're going to be high every year because you have the best player in the league. And in the first half. It wasn't like they didn't have any problem moving the ball. It was just like Lee was saying, blunders. You know, Tyreek Hill slips and gets in on the ball, tips it to Kendall Ford. Miko Hardman, anytime he goes through traffic, I cringe. I tighten up because I, I don't know what that guy's going to do. And also, on his punt uh, turn, uh, I thought, you know, you're taught to put your heels on the 10, and, and if it goes over your head, you let it go. But he – uh decides to, uh, you know, fair catch a uh, – do a fair catch within the five. I don't understand that. I still don't see why Dave Tope puts him back there. But, uh, you know, they get paid the big bucks. I don't – I just, you know, give my opinion. Um, 
I just don't know what to make of this team. Maybe, you know, maybe the second half is the real team when they got their heads out of their asses. But um, I just like to see it against a contender. All the people, all the teams that are uh, in the AFC as far as contenders um, that you probably will see in the playoffs, they lost too. So, um, I mean, that's just my overall thoughts on the game and this, this team as of right now. Um, as we stand through uh, six weeks, they're an average team. They're a 500 team, and their record shows it. You are which the records are. And like Pat said uh, to Justin Herbert, you know, uh, uh, I see it when I believe it. That's, that's how I feel with this team. I see it when I believe it. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of with you, too. Uh, like, what is this thing? Um, with the wins that we do have, like you uh, said, against the Browns, Eagles, and uh, now the Washington football team. Um, with the uh, Titans coming up this weekend, uh, this would be another test for the Chiefs, but I don't want to get into that. But just uh, just to allude on what with this team, how is this team going to perform against these elite teams that we may see possibly later on in these playoff situations? So, uh, like I said, this was a Kobe Bryant fadeaway win because it should have been a sure shot. But uh, – it, it still was some mistakes in this game as far as INTs. Yeah, one of them wasn't Pat's fault. It was another tip-up in this INT that you kind of just – a head-scratcher, you just kind of just, hey, you know. But those 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 INTs, because Pat got a few of those this year, those aren't his fault. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was good to see Darrell Williams out there. It was a breath of fresh air to see somebody actually make a cut and uh, be more a little elusive out there. Uh the Chiefs did look better this week. Um, defensively, they held this team, which we know their quarterback. I don't even know what his name is. They did hold them to 13 points. Uh, so, so I guess that is a plus in a way, if you want to say it, 50-50 plus, whatever. But uh, yeah. you, um, I just, like I said, I'm just still trying to figure out, excuse me, sports heads, uh, the identity of this team. Go ahead, Lee. Uh, I was just going to say, man, you know, uh, <clears throat> it's, it is what it is. You know, uh, they did what they had to do. Um, trust me, they would have got all the kicks and all the knives to the back if they would have lost this game. But they didn't, you know. Um, I just <laughs> – I just been saying it, man, like, you know uh, – the rough patches, you know, that this team has 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 been immune to. <laughs> Let's just be honest. They're still a 500 ball club, in my eyes, that <laughs> has not really lost to no one hit up. Um, you know, they beat themselves. The Kansas City Chiefs has beaten the Kansas City Chiefs three times, and I stick on that, and I stand on that. Um no one has showed me that they can really beat us <laughs> hit up. But, you know, uh, like I said, man, um, I'm just glad everyone got involved as well, too. Uh, Pringle was involved. Um, McCole Hartman, um, for the second consecutive week, um, has showed that he can, you know, make some routine catches and get off the line of scrimmage, you know, um, against press coverage. Um, Pringle as well. D Rob, um, I do hate. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to number eighty-eight, uh, Jody Fortune. Um, I re that's unfortunate. I really do hate that that happened to that kid. Um, but that's the name of the game. Um, I knew it instantly um, once he went down without no contact. You know, I knew that that was bad news. You know, but you know, and he was—he's—he he has just been progressing. You know the. The, the role that he get that he took to get to where he was at um, was just phenomenal. So I just did not want to um, talk about this game and not bring up, you know, a, you know, wishing Fortson a speedy recovery, um, a full recovery to get back to where he was at because the kid made a hell of a catch, you know, um, that was very big for our team um, in this ball game. But, um, yeah, that was, you know, um, Chiefs did what they had to do. I just feel like the, uh, 
the table's about to turn a little bit. Well, I kind of want to go back to uh, what you were saying, Lee, because uh, we're all Chiefs fans here. Uh, one of them maybe 95% of a Chiefs fan, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, did. <laughs> but, bro, bro, let's just be honest here, bro. Wins are wins and L's is L's. It could have been an L by a point. It could have been an L by 30 points. True, These- true. I get that. I get that. Only thing, I know that. I know that. I was just having my back spinning off of it is that I feel <laughs> is that just me personally. And I'm going to feel that. Um, I just feel that no one, if you say, okay, who did it the best? Buffalo. I give them that, but uh, I just feel no one has lined up and really, truly um, handed it to the Chiefs. They've had some help by us. That's all I was saying. Okay, so you just pretty much is going off for the ticky-tack things that's been going on as, as far as these uh, lame duck interceptions and uh, yes. maybe a certain penalty call or uh... – yes. Okay. Right. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm strictly going off of the ticky-tack nature, the uh, uh, the spotty nature um, that has been occurring with this ball club. But I know I'm, we we all know football too well that um, I I just don't think that that continues. Like I said, I, the table's about to turn. I I think the tables didn't turn with this team. But, I, yeah. All right. And uh, kind of uh, is there anything else that y'all want to touch on this? Because I just – this way you're saying how the tables is turned. And we, uh, we're alluding to this next team that we're about to play is one of the elite teams in the AFC. Uh, you guys got anything else on this last game? Or y'all want to just move it on to this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess two things. And I mean, I mean, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the next game. I mean – they made some personnel decisions in this game that I think will help going forward. Um, even though uh, one of them I do not like, but um, just because it would set the Niang back, you know, as far as um, productivity. Well, not productivity, just progression and learning. Because then I don't think Rimmers is going to be back next year, and then you're going to have uh, Niang as your right tackle next year. So you might as well get the learning curve out of the way now. But I will say this, with Rimmers in there, I I do feel, especially in that second half, that Pat felt comfortable as far as an escapability to the the right to where versus Niang, it seemed like, like, like Niang wasn't necessarily giving up sacks, but I guess he was giving up pressure to where Pat felt he couldn't escape to that side, and we all know. I mean, he'll escape to any side, but if he wanted to choose the side to escape, he wants to escape towards the, the right. So, and, and that's the and that's the thing with Niang. Um, a lot of people forget too when it comes to Rimmers. He was uh, he was forced into that left side uh, last year. Uh, he's now on the right side, which he's so much better at. That's that's his territory. Um, that's his natural position. When it comes to Niang, um, he wasn't giving up sacks and things of that nature, but you can tell there's a difference. Rimmers knows how to be anchored. He knows he has a good – he knows how to anchor his body when he's taking on that pass rush. Niang sometimes was either getting pushed back or off balance. And that's what they kind of want Niang to work at. Once he gets, once he knows how to anchor his body down, how Rimmers was doing in that second half, how you talked about, Niang is going to be a monster. Um, that was the only difference. Uh, that's the only thing that I see why the Chiefs did it. Um, it was spurts or spotty nature with Niang where he was not balanced enough and he just did not have. He just did not know how to get his body in the correct anchor, anchored position to, you know, to protect. So no knock on him. You just have a guy in his natural position that's a little bit more seasoned in the trenches. 
I mean, I, I'm not hearing what you're saying, but I, I, I don't see how sitting on the sidelines is going to help you do that. Yeah, true. But, you know, uh, in this it game, is what it is, uh, in this game as well, I do like that they um, they had Sorensen in the position that he needs to be in. Sorensen does not need to be in coverage, um, covering another team's tight end or slot receiver. That's not his – that's not his one-two thing um, with Dirty Dan. Um, they did a much better job playing him closer to the line of scrimmage where you know he's going to be <laughs> around the ball and have that intensity around that line of scrimmage. Um, Thornhill did indeed step into that role um, that that I've been wanting. Um, we all kind of been wanting that um, with Sorensen struggles. Um, yeah, and, and Fenton as well also showed that um, he deserves to be on the outside when Ward comes back. Um, at this point, it does not need to be used. It needs to be Fenton to say on the outside when Ward comes and Sneed can then come to the inside as well. But, yeah, I just – good game, good adjustments by Spags, putting guys in certain spots. Ben Neiman was only out there due to an injury, and I said, oh, God forbid, because as soon as Hitch went down, you know, um, then Neiman stepped in. But um, a dub is a W, man. They got the dub to uh, improve to three and three. All right, we are now tied with the uh, Denver Broncos uh, for three and three in that AFC West Conference. Um, so let's just go ahead and slide to this next one, which is a big one. It's like each week these games are big. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going against the Tennessee Titans. Um, Tennessee Titans coming off a of victory. I, I, like I was kind of saying, I'd rather them come off a of victory than an L because they're going to play a little bit more harder coming off an of L. But uh, we do have them. Like I said, they are one of the uh, higher-ranking teams in the AFC as a whole. And this is another game that will test the Chiefs' will to win and if they can win against the top-tier teams in the AFC West. I mean, I'm sorry, in the AFC Conference, period. Uh, so, fellas, what are some of your thoughts going into this game? Expectations, what the Chiefs should do to get a win against the Tennessee Titans? Uh, not necessarily – you know, a, 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 a specific thought or specific expectation. I'm going to just give a little rant um, real quick, short to sweet. Um, the Chiefs are three and three. The Titans are four and two. Um, if you're looking for this team to come out and hold the Tennessee Titans to seven points, you're not being realistic. Um, Tennessee is a very good ball club. Um, they showed that Monday night against a very good Buffalo team. Um, you know, uh, this game, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, uh, it's, time, it's time to put the clamps down. Uh, you know, you're going to be playing against a very hobbled um, Tennessee ball club. A lot of new guys that are hobbled. You know, after a very physical game against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night, they're coming with a sharp week with us coming in as well. Um, sharp, um, stop, stop putting your foot out there, you know, and shoot yourself. You're not trying, to, but it's just happening, whether it's Tyreek slipping, you know, <laughs> whatever the case may be. You, you have to stop shooting yourselves in the foot. You know, this game is, you know, uh, it's interesting because Chris Jones will be back and he will be back in his one position on the side uh, that was already announced. So that's going to be interesting to see as well how this defense looks with Chris Jones now back in the inside, how you collective, you know, Others have been wanting, but um, 
this is a big game, and I just think that the Kansas City Chiefs are up for it. And, um, you know, the interception with that big Wharton got against Washington, <laughs> which was a hell of an interception, by the way. Shout out to big, um, big 9 8 Wharton, you know, for getting that. Um, that just let me know that all has a big point in dropping our way here are these first six games like we are custom to. But that play let me know the tide is going to start turning. That ball is going to start sticking in our favor. That ball is going to bounce in our favor. And I just think our guys are um, ready and up for the challenge against a uh, a very good Tennessee team. You know, um, Derek, you're not going to stop Derek Henry all the way. You're not. I'm just sorry. Derek Henry is the NFL player that we all created at one point in our lives on Madden, uh, 99 everything. That man is going to get his. I'm just sorry. You just have to contain him a little bit. Got to chop some legs out before he gets going, or else it will be a long day. But I do think our Kansas City Chiefs are up for this, uh, for this ball game. Beach? Yeah. Um, I mean, short and sweet. Uh, offensively, just continue to do what you've been doing as, as far as building on that second half. Um, cut out the turnovers, and you can play the style that you want to play as far as getting up on the guy and defense as far as fast and do what he wants to do as far as exotic blitzes and complex coverages on that side. Um, as far as defensively, um, priority number one for me is, uh, like Lee said, you can't necessarily stop Gary Carey, but contain him and make Tannehill Beat you. Um, for me, I'm putting, I'm putting eight, nine in the box, depending on the formation. In uh, corners, um, drink your uh, drink your Gatorade, stay hydrated because you're going to be on the island by yourself all sixty minutes. Um, if it's if it's my game plan, I, I'm I'm sitting in the house uh, every time. I'm 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 rushing those rush lanes. And, uh, yeah, if you, if you beat me over the top with Julio and A.J. Brown, so be it. I already give the ball back to the offense. But you're not going to um, slow death and eat up, you know, time of possession and, and limit the possessions that the Chiefs offense have, in my opinion. So, uh, short and sweet, if you do those things, and the offense don't turn over the ball, play 60 minutes, and just – Take what the defense gives you. Oh, if it's a crucial third down, don't try to force it, Pat, because that was pretty bad. Um, and you should come away with a dub. Um, and, and that's kind of my key to, to the game. What you got, Cal? I don't really have much, man. I just want to quit from my uh, Pat's hands. Uh, I meant to allude to it uh, on the last game last week, uh, how he was – he had a very clean uh, pocket, uh, thanks to our offensive line, where he was able to have he was able to buy time. But in the way that he was buying time and nobody was open, and he was trying to force his hand, I really don't like that. I like to see them throw some short, intermediate routes, some quick slants, quick outs, or something like that to get it out of balls of, of Pat's hands in situations like that, so he's not holding that ball like that. Anything positive is bigger than a negative or nothing at all. So. <clears throat> It's always – I think they need to start trying to get this ball out of his hand a little quicker and stop looking for the, the home run ball all the time. Uh, I like to see – go ahead. And that's so right on that you said that, Cal, because, you know, in that ball game against Washington, it was a little funky little layer pass, dump down, whatever you want to call it, to McKinney. And it was actually two. But um, the one where McKinnon, you know, just kind of just said, forget it. I'm not going out of bounds. I'm going to fight for these yards. He ended up getting the first. But the main one that was just – that that was just basically – it was just so simple, but it lets you know it was one of them momentum – you know, momentum changing type of plays. Williams catching out the back. It takes a little four or five yard game and turns it into like a 16 yard pickup. And you could just see 
after that, the offense just it, – it's like they had a different bounce in their steps. And they and, and it just alludes to what you were saying, Cal. It, 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 sometimes you can do the check down thing. You never know what a person's athleticism is going to enable them to do. So give yourself that chance, like we've seen two times in that ball game, the back's ability – was able to get some positive yardage out of look like nothing, to be honest with you. Those are game momentum changing type play. And I'm just, you know, short speak <laughs> how, how you were saying. Um, by them just dinking it down, not trying to force things, they were still able to gain positive things by doing that. I'm all for that, you know, kind of, you know, Backspin off of your point that you had. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's pretty much the point. Uh, I just wanted to see them get the ball out of their hands a little bit qu- uh, quicker, and uh, use Daryl Williams like they did last week uh, to what play to his strengths and what he's able to do as well as McKenna offensively. Uh, also, defensively, uh, like you guys were saying, we're gonna throw eight in the box and shut down King Henry. Uh, Julio and Brown get something over the top, so be it. Like you said, at least we get the ball back and live to fight another possession. But hmm, the Chiefs also had a potential to make Tannehill look like a stud also because, like I said, we're going against an elite team again, and the Chiefs are seem to give away a lot of key big plays to these elite teams. Not saying that Tannehill is an elite quarterback, but he's not too shabby. So, you know, he does play hard against us. So he does have the potential to have a big game against us. So just control it on both sides of the ball. Uh, I know Henry's going to eat, but let's just try to let's just try to clear his plate a little bit faster than he can, and don't make Tannehill look bigger than what he is. Uh, just be able to adjust to what's going on, man. I don't really have much. Like I said, his Chiefs team does have the potential to uh, make this guy look like a stud, and 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 Spags Spags gonna have to get down. Spags gonna have to. He gonna have to. Come out rolling. He gonna have to get down, and you know, like he in the dice game, he gonna have to be ready to, to you know, what I'm saying, shake them dice up, and you know, be ready to throw them, them sevens, them, them elevens, whatever. He gonna have to get down on his knees and dig in this week, you know, because Ryan telling you, Tannehill, um, if you show him an eight, uh, eight man in the box look, it's sometimes tricky and drop certain guys into those lanes where he likes to throw those quick slants to a big body, A.J. Brown or Julio Jones over that second layer behind the linebackers in between the safeties. If you can force him into some mistakes and trick him and make him think the pressure is coming, the kitchen sink is coming, and drop back but still bring some, and if you can get there – when those times you're you're scheming and you're disguising and you're dropping back, you can force I mean, <laughs> Spags just has to be very disciplined in it. You know, um, he has to know Ryan Tenhill is going to do the quick RPO play action and is going to be looking for those quick slants. That's the type of bread and butter is those those 15 yard outs, those dig routes, and those quick slants off of that RPO. You're gonna have to stop those. You're gonna have to stop them guys from getting chunkage out of those particular plays in which they can cut teams up with. Please, Andrew Reed, please get Josh Allen. I mean, not Josh Allen. Josh Gordon involved in the offense somehow. At least target the guy. I think I think he will be. Not to cut you off, bro, but I think he will with a uh, fortune going down. I think he got he just moved up a notch. Yeah, yeah, I agree too, Cal. With fortune going down, and it was sometimes Pat was going to it, you know. But you know, I guess it was some good coverage Pat probably didn't like. It was sometimes Pat was looking to unleash that thing to Gordon. So, I'm not going to say it wasn't implemented in. I just think it was one of those weird weeks where D-Rob and Pringle and McCole was getting off so tough. 
it kind of got lost in the in the um in the distribute in the distrib in the distribution of that football with all the guys. Six different six, seven different people caught a pass in that game, multiple passes. So, you know, I just think he got kind of lost with the uh pass distribution in that game. Yeah, I, I expect to see him on the field uh, a little bit more this week, Beats. Yeah, I do too. I do too. You guys got anything else on this before we move on? No. All right. Let's go ahead to our week seven uh, picks, Lee. Week seven matchups in the NFL. Pick segment here at Sports Talk KC. Uh, it's a lot of interesting games. Uh, our Kansas City Chiefs are going to face off against the Tennessee Titans in Kansas City. Pretty big AFC showdown, you know, and the Chiefs with all their blunders. Beats, who you got in this ball game? I'll see it when I believe it. Give me Tennessee, a uh, Tennessee, a uh, Tennessee. Oh shit. Cal, who you got? Give me my Chiefs. Yeah, man. Um I'm going KC Chiefs as well. You know, uh, this game is fun, you know. Um I was telling my pops, like he, he he said it. Well, this game is say how you said it was gonna be when the schedule came out. Big, you know. Um both of us would Decent records in the thick of things. Big game. Um, I just think that the, uh, you know, I'm done talking, man. I just think that the tables start to turn with this team. I don't expect this team to, you know, come out and hold these guys to 10 points. This is going to be a 31-34. It's going to be a 31-27 type ball game, 34-31 type ball game. Whatever, 30-28 type ball game. Because we all remember last time we played the Tennessee Titans there, um, how that just lost, how we just lost that game, how so many things turned. But um, Beats is going with the Tennessee Titans. Um, and me and Cal are going with our Kansas City Chiefs in a nice AFC showdown Sunday. Um, Thursday night football. We have the Denver Broncos traveling to the dog pound to face on the Cleveland Browns. Who you got in this ball game, Cal? Now for this game, I'm gonna take the Broncos. Yeah, I am too. Beats who you got? The Donkeys. Yeah, we're all going with Denver. Um, like I said, they're without a few guys. I know Kareem is out. Chubb is still out. Uh, I don't know about the services of Jarvis Landry, but um, short and sweet, um, Cleveland is pretty um, riddled by the injury bug thus far going into this Thursday night matchup in which we all think Denver will come out on top and with a W over the Browns. Next up, we have a nice AFC North matchup. We have Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Lamar's world to face off against the flaming, red-hot Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with Baltimore in this ball game. Who you got, Beats? Ravens. Cal? Who you say you got, Beats? Ravens. Oh. Uh, yeah, this will be a good one. Uh, Joe Burrow starting to come in his own. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah. We all think that Baltimore will continue their winning ways against a very young and good, dependable team in the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, I said the sports heads. The Cincinnati Bengals are a good team, and that should be a good one. But uh, Baltimore shall um, – Get the dub. We have the Washington football team going into AR's world to face off against the pack. Aaron Rodgers still has that dogged look in his eyes with his black scully on. Give me AR and that look with the black scully on, baby. Who you got in this ballgame, Cal? AR, it will be discount double checking all day. Give me AR. <laughs> 
Exactly. Give me the cheese, like, dude. All right. We're all going with uh, the Green Bay Packers and AR to be victorious at home against the Washington football team. Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Miami to face off against Tua and the Dolphins. We got in this ball game, Beats. Uh, I'll take a chance on the Dirty Birds this week. I'll take uh, Miami because they lost in a very sad form of fashion against the Jaguars to a field goal. But I will, yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Miami, man. Two is going to bounce back. Yeah, I'm going to take Miami as well. Um, I just think that, you know, like you said, Cal, that they uh, – had a very upsetting loss, you know, last week. But Atlanta could do some things and, <laughs> you know, and possibly make it a game. But um, we shall see. Beats going with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Me and Kyle sticking with the Dolphins. Next up, we have the Jets going into Bill Belichick's land and Mac Jones' land. Takes off against the Patriots. Give me the pay- the Pats in this ball game. Who you got, Cal? Uh, this is a flip your hamburger game. <laughs> if there is one, Ugh, man, give me the chance. Who you got, B? Uh, the Patriots. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Let me pencil this in here. Cal won with the Jets to go into Foxborough and knock off the Patriots. Me and Beats going to go with the Pats. All right, all right. Moving it on along, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling to New York to face off against Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. Give me the Carolina Panthers to bounce back this week after a tough loss last week to Minnesota. Who you got in this ballgame, Cal? I'll be trying to give the Giants a chance, but uh, Saquon Barkley cannot stay healthy. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Jones. Uh, Kirsten McCaffrey is down again. Give me the Giants. I guess I'm going to go ahead and go with the Panthers just to be safe because I did take oh. a – I did swing for the fences with that Jets and Patriots game. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> Beats. Uh, Give me Carolina. All right, all right. We all think Carolina handled business against the New York Jet, the New York Giants. Sorry about that, sports heads, and uh, be victorious uh, in getting that W in New York. Moving in on the lawn, we have the Detroit Lions going into the Lions Den <laughs> of the L.A. Rams to face off against. Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, give me the Rams. Cal, who do you have in this game? Yeah, Rams. I ain't going to even – yeah, Rams. <laughs> Beats. L.A. <laughs> yeah, we all think it would be a good old-fashioned L.A. dog pounding going on there, baby. The Rams will be victorious against the uh, Detroit Lions. Next up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Sin City, lost to face the Las Vegas Raiders. Beats, who you got in this game? Give me the Raiders. Cal? Yeah, I'll take the Raiders, man. Are you sure you don't want to take the Eagles, man? Uh, I was kind of thinking about it, but I'll take the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders, too, but something's telling me they're going to start Raidering at some point. I would You're not right. be surprised. You, you can't trust I, the Raiders. Yeah, you can't trust them. You know, so. I, I, I'm picking them, but I'm hoping Jalen Hurts goes in there and looks like Randall right. Cunningham and right. beat um, I would not be surprised at all. But, yeah, um, we all have the Raiders in a – 50-50 toss-up in that ball game. Uh, moving it all along, uh, we have the Houston Texans um, 
don't even know how this team has a football name at this point, but going against the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm going with Arizona, short and sweet. You got Who did he ask? He cut out at the end. My bad. Who you got, Beats? Oh, Arizona. Cal? Arizona. Yeah. All the trials and tribulations that are being experienced with the Houston Texans, they're just a wild train wreck. Moving it on along, we have the Chicago Bears going into Tom Brady's world to face off against the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Who you got, Cal? Yeah, give me the Bucks. Should be a good. Should, should be a good game, though. Beats. Yeah, give me Tampa Bay. We're all going with Tampa Bay to be victorious at home against the Chicago Bears. Sunday night football, we have Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts traveling to take on the 49ers in a Sunday night football matchup. Cal, which way are you rolling? I'm sorry, you said it was who? San Francisco and who? The Colts traveling to the 49ers. Sunday night football. San Francisco. I agree. Make it a trifecta. We're all going to go with uh, the 49ers to be victorious at home. Again. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry for the uh, background noise, people. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. It's all right, man. It's all right. Sports is just going to have to endure it for a little bit. <laughs> no. But to close out, the week seven NFL slate matchups. We have the New Orleans Saints traveling to the Russell, Russell Wilsonless Seattle Seahawks to face the Seattle. Who you got in this ball game, Cal? Give me the Saints. Beats. Who that? Yeah, I agree too. I just think that the. Uh, the Saints will be victorious. So um, that kind of concludes that here, Sportsies, with our pick segment here at Sports Talk KC for the NFL action for week seven. Like I always say, the picks are eat in and sealed away. Make that man win and be victorious. Okay. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close it out. I got some background noise. We're going to close it up out of here, y'all. Uh, you're looking for me, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Beats, where can they find you? Sorry, Sportsnet. Yeah, you can find Cal at Calvia at the handle at Calvia, C-A-L-Y-A-H. Just, you know, help you out there, brother. You can find me, D-Beats1492, D-E-B-E-A-T-S-1492. On all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Um, shit, the one they came out with last week and the other one that they're going to come out two months now. Lee, they check us for you. Where can they find you? <laughs> Lee86. I can be found on Facebook and Instagram as Radham Jones um, and the Sports Talk KC page as well. Interaction stays going down on their on there as well with all of us. So, um, yeah, that kind of, you know, uh, concludes it. Um, we appreciate everybody. Appreciate everyone for the support, um, tapping in with us. And, you okay. know, during this long football season here at Sports Talk KC. All right. With that being said, we are about to hear Sports is. Peace. Yo, yo. And go tight. <laughs>